From the PSIA AASI Shelter at Home Studios in Nederland, Colorado, I'm George Thomas. You're listening to First Chair. Fun guests for you today. This is going to be a really fun show, actually. Uh, we're going to be talking about the myths of snowboarding or myths of snowboard teaching with Chloe Elliott from Burton. Chloe, thank you very much for taking the time to chat with us. Thank you for having me, George. Happy to be here. Now, Chloe, the myths of teaching snowboarding, I, I think back to the 80s when I was starting teaching and snowboarding was relatively new. Um, and, you know, it was with kids. Well, you don't teach kids. Then you don't teach kids until they're eight. Then you don't teach kids until they're six. I'm just going to let you take it away. What are the myths with teaching snowboarding? <laughs> well, you know what, George? I think you bring up a really good point in it you know, back in the 80s, and even as um, most recent as, like, late 90s to early 2000s, that was still kind of the um, common misunderstanding, but thanks to Burton's great advances in children's snowboarding products and programs, um, and amazing partnerships like PSIA Aussie, um, the American Association of Snowboard Instructors, we worked together to really break down those barriers and prove not only to resorts, but also to consumers, families, and children that uh, snowboarding is accessible at all ages and most certainly equal uh, to skiing. So, you know, our myths, uh, we had plenty to choose from, but we honed in on four, and we went with myth number one, kids need to ski first, which we debunked. Uh, Myth number two, (laughs) the first day is too hard. You know, we didn't want people to discredit snowboarding um, just because it, it felt a little different than sliding with two planks going forward you know standing sideways can can, can come just as easy, easily with the right equipment and proper instruction uh myth number three the gear is too big for kids you know at one point in time that certainly was true but we wanted people to understand that that is no longer the case and you know it's just a myth if you come to burton and you look at our products you know we make the smallest gear uh for kids snowboarding our rental board smallest in the industry is a 70 centimeter and then we have comparable boots, bindings, the whole nine yards to really get those youngsters out early. And that, um, that kid's equipment is so cute. Oh my gosh, I know. It's adorable. Sometimes I wish, I feel like I'm a kid at heart and I'm like, I would ride that. I would wear that. <laughs> <laughs> um, and yeah, and then our final myth, myth number four, is just snowboarding isn't safe. Because, you know, they're in the past, as we kind of touched upon, there are, again, preconceived notions about skiing versus snowboarding, and we just wanted to, you know, clear the air and let it be known that both are equal, both are safe, and, you know, every action sport has a factor of, um, you know, risk if you are doing it unsafely, but that's kind of uh, the user error, and so if you are taught properly and you have control, you can have fun and safe, and you can do it at all ages. And I've got to say, I, I don't want to step in and talk about myself, but I mean, I just started riding and um, I am having a blast on a snowboard in large part because the director of our ski school is adamant that you don't need to go out and fall, you know, a bazillion times to learn how to do it. And I think that really applies to what Burton is bringing into the kids teaching with your Riglet parks and it, it's safe and it's fun. Yeah, and, and absolutely, you know, your, your instructor is so right. Like, falling is, is a part of any process, I think, when you're learning something new. But it's, you know, A, it's getting back up and doing so with a smile on your face and kind of wiping yourself off. But B, it's 
having the proper gear, you know, gear is such a huge aspect of learning anything. And especially with snowboarding, both for our kids and for adults, we make our rental gear tailored to beginners, you know, with beveled edges. So what that translates to for people who don't know is you're less likely to catch your edge when you're trying to link your turns. And, you know, when you catch your edge, I'd say that's probably one of the most common ways of falling. And so many factors in our gear help to ease that learning process, both for kids and adults. And your instructor's right, it makes it so you don't have to fall. Like, you don't have to think of the typical, you know, bruised wrists or, or whatnot. Um, you can just have fun and feel confident in that gear and confident in your abilities. Now, I was lucky enough to be able to spend some time in a Riglet Park last season and um, watch some of the national teamers, as well as Sean from Burton, um, working with some kids. And they had a child who was 18 months old on a little board. Uh, it was set up like a scooter. She was hanging on to some little handles, and they were um, just having her slide around over some learning-based terrain features. And the biggest thing that stood out to me was the size of the smile on that child's face. Yeah, I looked at some of those photos that Sean brought back from his work in Bulgaria with the team, and it was just amazing. I mean, they not only took snowboarding, um, introduced it to the resorts for kids, but they also took it into local schools during interski. So they really made that connection of bringing the mountains to the people, introducing introducing those kiddos in their gymnasiums with our Burton um, PE kit. And really what that kit is, it's indoor and outdoor gear made to be you know used on gymnasium floors uh we have this thing called a hover cover i think of it kind of like a swiffer it goes on our uh, burton riglet board which is just a plastic no edges great for learning board you put that uh, hover cover on and then you can pull children around via our riglet reel um which funny story behind that we recently did the history of riglet snowboarding and that was inspired by our vice president jeff Baliba and his son with a dog leash so there's a lot of crazy inspiration <laughs> that came into our children's um, product development, but all of it is just, it's, it's very, um, it's very useful. You know, you look at it and you're like, oh yeah, that makes sense. Of course that would help my child uh, learn to snowboard more easily. And so I'm imagining um, that handle that that girl um, at Interski was using was probably our handlebar, which is one of our most amazing tools and it's exactly what it sounds like it it, it attaches um to the binding mounts on on our riglet board and it allows for kids to hop on and off without without uh snowboard boots without uh bindings and they can just really get a feel for proper snowboard stance and balance while hanging on so makes it super fun and if you add that riglet reel you can just pull those kids for days how did you develop this stuff i mean you're really taking play to another level and using play is the main learning technique. Yeah, I mean, you know, I've been told from Sean and Jeff and our teams, it's all kind of about like play-based learning. And really, it developed far before my time, but it developed at the hands of the parents at Burton. You know, back in the late 90s, early 2000s, um, Jeff joined our team, and he really brought with him a lot of um, innovation and desire to progress children's snowboarding. And at that time, I mean, we still have a lot of Burton parents here, but we have always had amazing product crews, R&D, and it was through a collaborative effort that we were able through the years to create these really innovative and progressive children's products that have really evolved children's snow, snow, snowboarding and I think probably even inspired other 
you know, product companies to do the same because we were really the first uh, to do this for kids. And then I think others caught on. They're like, we need to be doing this as well. And we just want kids to get out there and snowboard. You know, it sounds to me kind of like the myths have been almost a, a driving force in um, R&D with Burton. Definitely. I mean, I can't imagine how frustrating it was for our parents back then, our parents who are still working at Burton who wanted to get their kids out, but the gear wasn't there. And so they were, like I said, with the dog leash, um, <laughs> figuring out how to make it work for their children. Like, what can we use at our home and kind of retrofit to help our kids learn how to snowboard and, and you know what what can we make modifications to and those modifications definitely inspired and led to a lot of our products that um we know and love today and are really huge hits you know at, at resorts and at consumers and i think that's one of the best things it's like a riglet reel and the handlebar those can be purchased uh for retail but also you'll find them in riglet parks um at our partner resorts and at some of our ltr centers you know, the other thing I really noticed watching the Riglet Park uh, session was that the learner wasn't the only one smiling. The instructors all looked like they were having a blast. I didn't, I didn't see any frustration in there. It looked like play for everybody. You know, that is so true. And really, at least with our Riglet Parks, we want it to be that play-based environment and we want not only the kid to have fun and to go back and tell their parent i had a great day snowboarding but also for the instructor to like it because as we know with psa aussie it's a huge motive of theirs to get more people certified to teach and to teach kids and so if we can make the job easier on that instructor they're going to want to continue doing it and then they might even you know make an impression on their friends and they're going to want to become certified instructors so it's, it's really just kind of a snowball effect, but these programs and these products make it fun for everyone. Um, and it was so much fun shooting the videos with uh, current national snowboard members, Brennan, Amy, and Tony. They are just amazing. They're so good with kids. They are so charismatic. And the kids that we had were lucky enough to use during these shots uh, were just awesome. Now, I don't want to get way ahead of myself, but is there any chance of an adult Riglet Park ever coming along? <laughs> you know, we talk about it a lot. And I think back to my learning journey, and I'm like, man, I wish I was a kid. Exactly. And I could go into an adult Riglet Park. But we are always working with our partner resorts to figure out how to make snowboarding more accessible for learners of all ages. And so, you know, not an adult Riglet Park per se, but like you said, those that terrain-based learning um, and using snow features to really enhance the learning process and also to make it fun um, is definitely in the works. And who knows? May, maybe it'll pop up someday. Chloe, anything else you'd like to add in uh, conclusion? You know, I think just that everyone should step out of their comfort zone and try something new. And... Next season, when we all get back out there, snowboarding is a family sport, and I encourage those who have not tried it to break down those myths in their heads and get out there, teach their kids to snowboard, heck, even teach themselves to snowboard if they don't already, and do it as a family because it's a really amazing sport. Chloe Elliott, B2C Global Resorts Coordinator from Burton Global, thanks very much for joining us on First Chair. Thanks, George. From the PSIA ASI Sheltered Home Studios in Nederland, Colorado, I'm George Thomas.